Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. What's up, you guys? Hey, we're back here with number seven. Is that right? Yeah. Seven. Stop saying the numbers or you're going to mess it up every time. <laughs> well, one day it's going to be like number 3,465. So you just want to keep track because yeah. you want to feel like we've accomplished something. <laughs> something like that. All right. <laughs> So, those of you on YouTube, you can see we got boxing gloves on. Because we went the rounds this week, and because we promised you guys we were, we're going to keep this shit real, we're going to keep this shit real. So, so he's going to give me 10 free shots straight to the face, and so you might want to be watching on YouTube. Um, no, we're not going <laughs> to do that. We are, how, however, going to take these I off. I that idea. Yeah? You can have one. 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 Oh, come on. Come on. Harder than that. No, I love you too much. You wuss. All right. Okay. We are, however, going to end the shoulder. She hits me in the shoulder. All right. We are, however, going to have to take these off because you can't drink with boxing gloves on. Yeah. Instead of taking no. shots to the face, we're going to take off the gloves and... Body shots? Ooh, maybe. On YouTube? I bet no. you we would get a whole lot more... Some scratch guybers, some, some more subs with yeah, that. Yeah, you have a deeper belly button than I do. So <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Is that Just a fat I'm joke? I'm going to get more a, out of my drink. That's a fat joke right there if I ever heard one. Anyways, we're going to ditch these gloves because the fight's over actually. So, But we did promise you guys that we are going to keep it real. So we're going to have a little talk here. I'm going to keep one on just in case he gets out of hand well i'm gonna take my mine off in case she gets out of hand and it'll hurt worse oh yeah yeah so anyways we're back here we go episode seven getting up there anyways we're getting more practice having yeah. some fun yeah and the cool thing is is actually like i always say that we only have like two or three listeners out there we've actually had a couple people this week who reach out and be like your show is cool it's inspiring it's awesome so I hope that that's the case, and I hope that eventually more than two or three people think that. So maybe they're just two or three weirdos like us. Yeah, a little crazy. Yeah, locos. All right, <laughs> here we go. We're going to start with a shot. Cheers. Actually, I have a really special shot glass in my hand right now. I'm going to show it. So we've got these rad friends, <laughs> and uh, years ago... We kind of started this weird tradition where we would go on vacation or we'd go on a trip or something like that. And we would buy each other the most inappropriate gift we could. Well, this is what started it off. This was the one. This was the one that kicked it off. Yeah. Um, The most inappropriate gift we could. And then the rule was that we had to display it in our house. Like you couldn't just like stick it in a drawer. Had to be a thing, right? So... Our friends went on a trip to Mexico and they brought back this shot glass. And my buddy's wife says, I had to buy this for you because it reminded me of you so much. And I thought, I looked at it and I thought, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) So this is it. So you're going to have to tune into YouTube if you want to actually see this. I'm going to hold this up here to the camera nice and close. Well, there's a second story that... 
comes to play with it as yeah. well. Yeah, see that? <laughs> Give it a spin around. A little spin around, so it's from Mexico. Yeah. But that dude <laughs> used to have a head. Yeah. He used to have a head, and it was not inserted like it is now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we moved, yeah, and during we, the packing process or well, something like that. So we moved, and I was like, I have to take this with us. It like it, it's kind of special to us, right? We How do you think? I mean, we, we we moved away. We left our friends. We moved like three thousand miles across an ocean to a fucking rock, right? So, so we had like to take our gift token that we wanted to bring yeah. so we could re- always have a, rem- a reminder of that yeah. I guess. But the funny thing was is I was unpacking the box and we packed all of our like glass stuff in this box because I tried to move to Hawaii very cheaply as cheap as I could because I didn't want to spend all the money so we brought everything in boxes. So I'm unpacking this box and I pull this out and I'm thinking, I'm looking at it and I'm like something Holy wrong shit, his head is gone and I was, so i went like looking through the box and i searched through the whole box and it was not to be found no it's Everyone's, it's inside <laughs> it literally think go yeah, yeah. Anyway. mom sorry if you're watching this fun fun times yeah. there but this is our, our shot glass we've had for several years now that we've had to have displayed in fact we had some people over a couple nights ago and my buddy was here and he was looking around my house and he's like, um, there seems to be a certain shot glass that's supposed to be on display <laughs> that's not, not on display. And I'm like, where the hell, hell did that thing go? So I went on a search in the middle of our party and I finally found it. Oh. Did I just... Yeah, I'm sure just told me to open up. Nice. Awesome. So, but I went on this search and I finally found the shot glass. Um, still intact. We still do have it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our that's our special Mexico shot glass from our friends. Yeah. And it's always on display in our house. I, 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 I actually thought though that maybe maybe our kids like finally like disappeared the shot glass because they're like because they're somewhat ashamed of it to to be honest. <laughs> they think it's funny. We're pretty, like, we have conversations. We also have this one, too. I'll show you right now. Oh, yeah. This is not as crazy, but it's still cool. It's actually, they come from my... the same friends? It no, did, right? No, no, this is who, from... Who, brought, who bought us this one? Oh, another friend of ours. Another couple. This friends. one's cool, though. This is what we use as our mixing. Um, it's not a spoon. It's a fork, but it's, uh, yeah, like that, right? Yeah. So that came from a... A trip to from some friends of ours so yeah we got some cool stuff you guys should have friends friends are awesome <laughs> actually have friends. how many people out friends, there you no should have friends. that's actually something <laughs> this this is not what i intended on yeah. but how many people do you know that kind of get married have families and they just kind of stop doing stuff with people like a lot right yeah yeah so we love our friends they're rad and uh, well, we want cool to always keep them. We've kind of talked about this in the past, but in past episodes. But um, the cool thing about the friends that we've made is they have friends that are the same ages as our kids. So when we get together, we have like barbecues on the weekend or we just have them come over to hang out. And we actually love doing karaoke with our friends. We're kind of funny that way. Yeah. So we have just 
fun nights on the weekend with our friends and it makes it a little bit easier when our kids have other kids to hang out with and it's their best friends too so yeah that's fun we did this this weekend that's what yeah. we did this little this amp this amp that i have right here we bust it out we stick it in by the tv we pull up youtube songs karaoke stuff on youtube Get my disco light going because i got a disco we got the d- disco ball for christmas it's pretty awesome and uh we bunch of grown-ass people sit around and i've got a cord <laughs> cordless microphone that we pass around and sing songs and yeah, it's fun. act like we're 16 <laughs> so who doesn't want to still be young come on you're know, only right? as old as you want yourself to be right so you make the choice so. right so that was some real serious, legit fun we just had this weekend. But let me tell you where we went right before that, though. Yeah. Because, like I said, we're going to keep this real and raw and all that stuff. So I, I've i had an issue the last two, three, maybe four weeks or so. It's gotten progressively, I don't know, yeah, worse is the right word. Worse? Worse. So I have been on testosterone replacement therapy for several years now and uh the reason i got on it was because several years ago i was shoot i was probably only like 32 31 years old so i guess it's been 10 years maybe a little bit more um but i went through this weird stage where i was super depressed all the time angry pissed off me and Shree were not getting along um and I thought, like, there, there's just something wrong. Like, I just, I, I shouldn't feel the way I feel. And so I went in to get my hor- hormone levels checked. And all you d- dudes out there, if you're 30-something-something some, plus and you're not feeling right, this is something that you need to do, right? Um, you talk to certain docs and, and it's kind of frowned upon, but it's becoming more, more and more acceptable nowadays. Um, but... Our, as guys, our testosterone levels just, just drop as we get older. In fact, they drop much faster nowadays than they did 50 years ago. Probably com- comes into play with diet and how our crops are grown and all that stuff, right? You know, like the nutrients just aren't there. But um, that's a discussion for... I, actually, I do hope to have on one of my friends one time that actually runs this cl- clinic I go go to. But he knows much more about, about that than me. But... Um, I went in and I got checked and the normal levels are something like 200 to like 1100 and I was like 237. I was super low, but within the normal range, quote unquote. And, uh, the first doc I went to see, he said, well, you know, you're still normal. So this is something that, that we're not going to treat, but, um, let's treat your symptoms, your depression, let's prescribe you pro Prozac. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not going to take that um so then i finally Which found it i'm so glad he didn't because there's so many bad yeah effects. if yeah. you guys don't know a lot about it there are some really bad side effects from that so yeah so i finally found a doc that would um treat my symptoms and not exactly the n- numbers and the first day that i went and i did my first t- trt treatment i woke up the next day and all of a sudden like the world changed for me like color c- colors were brighter everything felt good i just felt different right and the only thing i had done was they put a shot of testosterone in my ass right so from that day forth i have always been 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 on it and it's been awesome 
um, lost some weight, gained some muscle mass, um, just felt more like me again. Well, there are some things that come into play. And so I went to see one doc at that point in time and I just had to self-inject at home. They would pre-prescribe it and I would self-inject at home, but they didn't really like keep track of things as well. We didn't do regular blood tests. We did them like once every six months or something like that. And for me, I just didn't feel like that was enough. And so I found a, a doctor that I go see now where they do blood tests every, every three or four months now and make sure my testosterone and estrogen and all that stuff is, is where it ought to be. Well, the last couple blood draws I did, my estrogen levels were high and they kind of increased my blocker and it didn't drop enough. So about a month ago, they put me on a really high dose estrogen blocker to try to get me down to where I ought to be. And that was actually the point now looking back on it where my mood started to decrease. I started getting more depressed. I started getting more angry and it got progressively worse until this last week it sort of peaked. And uh, what I found when I went into the clinic this last week, I said, listen, I'm not feeling good. I'm angry for no reason. I'm depressed for no reason. There's something not right. And the girl asked me, do you feel like this? I said, yes. Do you feel like this? Yes. Do you feel like this? Yes. All the symptoms. And she said, well, what we're going to do this time. She's like, I'm sure that we have completely tanked your, your, your estrogen. We're going to just give you a testosterone boost right now. And we're going to not give you a blocker at all. I said, okay, cool. That sounds good. So we did that thing. And the very next day, I don't, I, I'm not even sure it took the whole day. Just the fact that I knew what was wrong, actually, I think was a big thing for me. Whether it was the the actual change or not, just the fact that I knew what was wrong with me was a big thing. And so that day and then into the next day, all of a sudden I started to feel more like myself again. Now, here's the thing. I had this external, well, actually internal source ca causing my pain, causing my misery, causing my anger, causing my depression. Um... Sheree didn't know that though. I didn't even know it until I knew it, right? Sheree didn't know that though. And so it kind of came to a head where we really had a big issue this week. And yeah. it was miserable for both of us. It was really hard. And here's the thing with everything that we've been talking to you guys about and trying to keep things real with, with what we want to be able to, the information we want to give to you. I mean, this is something that comes into play in relationships a lot, and it can be having to do... How many times do people have relationships and one of them is depressed and you don't know how to get out of that, or somebody has stress or anxiety that they deal with? That's very real. I mean, I'm one that I, um, I suffer from anxiety and stress quite a bit, and it actually causes me to have insomnia, which makes me sometimes possibly not very fun to be around as well. And so those are things that are real in relationships and to be able to still know that even though somebody's feeling those feelings, somebody's having those emotions or whatever, you still should be there for the other person and know how to be there for the other person, but you don't know how to be What's there for the other some, person in the beginning. And, and as much as we say this, it's not easy and we're not good at it either, right? No. We might be better at it than than some or in the past or in the past right but there was a time a couple night nights ago where 
Sri was like, well, I'm going to go stay with my sister. And I'm like, I don't want that. I need you to, un- to understand that I'm depressed. Like, this isn't your fault. This is not my fault, but there's something wrong and I need you to be here for, for me, right? And uh, it's really hard just to think, well, this person's acting like an asshole. Or really easy to think this person's acting like, like, like an asshole and not care why. You're just like, fuck that guy, right? I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. But like we talked about a couple episodes again, what's your options? What, what does that mean? Are you just done? You gonna bounce? Do you want that? Is that what you want? No. So what you want is to try to like figure it out so you don't have to turn your fucking life upside down, right? And uh, I think there was a point in the night where Sharif finally saw that, like, holy shit, Brandon is, is in a really fucking dark place. And it's not just because he's just trying to be an asshole. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, so kind of the crazy thing, the emotions that were going through, what I, what I was thinking was, okay, I don't know where all this is coming from. I was just having a hard time trying to see it. And it wasn't like the usual, like, that person just being an asshole, but... I didn't know where it was all coming from, and I was just so confused. But there was a moment in the night that I remember you said something specifically where you were just saying, you know, I need you. And that's what changed my thinking was I was like, oh, okay, so this is something different where you're not trying. Because at first it feels like you were trying to push me away, and you're just like, like pushing and pushing and pushing. And then when you had said those words, I realized in that moment that it was, you were kind of pushing me away because you didn't know how to deal with the emotions and what you really needed was me to actually be there. But I wasn't pushing her away. It was just like, guys just don't talk about this stuff, right? Yeah. And so you got to be the big, strong man and just keep all that stuff in, right? Which is not all, always, always good. It's actually usually not good. Yeah. Most of the time it's not good. But here's the thing is, it's so easy in a relationship, just like what Brandon was saying earlier, to be able to say it's so much easier just to leave the situation and go find it somewhere else, right? Like, we think that, like... <laughs> go find it somewhere else? Well, that's what I, I'm saying. You're is. such a dick. I'm going to go find some other guy to be an asshole Well, that's to, what I'm to, saying to is because when, sometimes <laughs> when you leave a relationship or you leave a situation, you end up finding that same thing in somebody else because it wasn't something that you really understood, right? Yeah. And you still look for those same personality traits possibly because... <laughs> That's what you dealt with, right? Reminds me of uh, there. There's a show we used to watch all the time called "Everybody Loves Raymond." Let me try that again. Sorry, that stuttered that. Everybody loves Raymond, and uh, there was an episode where it was a big misunderstanding. But Raymond's brother decided that if he used Ray's name, then he could get chicks because people liked him because he was like the sports writer and he was like somewhat famous and everything. So Robert started to say he was Raymond. Anyways, one day some chick knocks on his door, on Ray's door, and his wife answers the, the door and she's like, oh, I'm here here to see Raymond. And uh, she's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Why? She's like, well, we have a date. And he's, she goes, oh, well, that's interesting. I'm just wondering how my husband has time to date right now you know (laughs) anyway so ray's dad frank was there and uh he goes and he talks to ray and he's like hey have i not taught you a goddamn thing you have an issue with your wife you don't go find a a a 
another one because now you just have two problems, right? (laughs) Why would you want to go find somebody else to cause drama in your life? Just fix the one that you have, right? You know? Yeah, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Fix the shit you have. Don't go find more. We sometimes think that there's a magical wand that we're going to go find something better somewhere else. But when you have something good with somebody, sometimes it's just really important to realize that there's probably a reason why something's happening and there's a way to work through it and so but this week was very hard very emotional and well it wasn't the whole week it was like three days (laughs) which seems like a long fucking time when you're in it yeah for me it was more than that because i disguised it for a good month or so but yeah but i mean that that's just what i'm meaning by that is that don't go find a magical way to find somebody else and think that You'll never ever have any type of arguments or any disagreements. You know, you yeah. if you work it through with somebody that you love, then your love actually grows stronger after those moments. And our situation was somewhat different though, because it was like a quick fix, right? Like, yeah. give me a shot, get my shit right, and all of a sudden I feel like me again, right? Yeah. That's not all always the case. I mean, people have issues like the whole fucking like range of them. But I still will always say that it's better to work through them than to just bounce and go find something else. Because if you think the next one's going to like be smooth sailing from then on out, you're insane. Why? Because this shit is normal, right? I think we live in a day where people are so quick to just fucking bounce that they don't understand that this is like normal. This is how it goes. Our parents lived in a different time, right? If you said I do, that's what you fucking meant right for better or worse till death do you part you're sentenced right (laughs) (laughs) which you know if you're in an abusive relationship and there's other things that come into play that's the exception that's the exception but but in most scenarios you know people bounce before that nowadays though sometimes it's not sometimes like you can when you find the person that you want to be with it's worth it to try to figure out what's going on yeah work through it so i got i got me fixed up i got my shots i got my shit back where it's supposed to be we made up one night made up again the next morning (laughs) made up again a couple of times after that because you can never make up enough right to you got got to make sure and all, all the bugs are. He's got to add out. all that in. Just I am talking about sex for all of you out there who are wondering what I mean. Nice. I'm sure they didn't get that, babe. No. Well, you never know. <laughs> Anyways. But what we wanted to play into. That's not really where. That was bouncing off the last episode. Remember, we ended with with, with sex True. and makeup sex, True. right? Yeah. Makeup sex is a good thing. Like you makeup. can't have makeup sex without a fight. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So kind of actually what we were wanting to talk about or what I decided would be good for us to talk about is um, kind of going down the line of where we were in our story before. So we got married, sex for the first time, but then actually what we wanted to talk about is just integrating two lives together and that can be in marriage, it could be just moving in together or even just having a roommate or, you know, any of those scenarios. I mean, there's things that happen in that scenario. So Kind of what we wanted to talk about is the expectations that sometimes you have of your partner when you have to live in the same space. And maybe the expectations come about when you start having kids and 
having to really think about like what happened in your family growing up and you kind of have to combine two ways of learning of how to raise children and how to just coexist in the same house. So um, we've had a couple experiences in our relationship. You know, when you first move in together, like you realize the different habits that have that you both have, right? And there's going to be some habits that really piss each other off. Well, this, peeves. this comes from kind of our background though too because there are people out there that have a di- di- different experience than us. They live together first and then they get married. Whereas that was a strict no-no in our church, right? You can't Well, too, I think like those who are going to move in together for the first time, this kind of is the same scenario. Well, it's the same thing. I'm just saying, but you're saying like marriage, right? So, yeah. yeah. But We already said I do. You're fucking like <laughs> committed, right? So all the things that were pet peeves that I figured out after starting to Oh, I, I have some too. <laughs> Give me that shit. Uh, do I need to get the glove again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but um, here's the thing. It's easy to have expectations for each other because you have a certain way that you do things, right? And a certain way that you grew up seeing maybe your parents do things or from roommates or anything like that. Like You have these set expectations that you actually come into relationships with and you don't even really realize, I think, you know? Um, but one that we had discussed that we wanted to talk about was, um, there was this one time, like this was after we had one of our kids and I was pregnant with our second kid actually at this time, but, um, it was coming to the springtime and it was mother's day was coming up and I just remember Brandon and a friend, this friend came to like to hang out and see him and and he wanted to go on this trip to Moab with his friend and do like a guy's trip. And it happened to fall on the same weekend that Mother's Day had fallen on. And so Brandon knew that it was gonna fall on Mother's Day and he was like, Well, you know, this is the only time that my friend can do this, you know, can would you mind if we went and did this? And in my head, I was thinking, okay, well, I want him to want to stay home, and I want him to want to be with me. How, how many times have you had these feelings? I think it happens on both sides, but probably more for women. A probably more. a little bit more for, for <laughs> you guys, yeah. But, I mean, here was my thought process is I was like, I don't want to restrict him. Because when you're in a relationship and you're with somebody that you love, that you want to give them the respect of their own time, you feel like they, like you want them to have the things that make them them happy and you don't want to take those things away. But you also want to be something important for them in their lives. But there's like this misunderstanding and expectations that happen that are unsaid in those scenarios. And what I mean by that is here, he's having this conversation asking me for my honest opinion, my truth. Because <laughs> for real, if she would have said, no, I'd prefer you stay home, I would have just told my buddy, I can't go. Yeah, but in me, like inside my head, I was making it way bigger of a deal. And than believe you me, to. after all this shit, I will, would never have made that mistake again, right? <laughs> You learn so through experiences. So yeah, so we so I wanted him to just want to do it, right? Like I've heard even on like like from comedians and stuff where they say, you know, 
my wife wants or no like like what's the show the breakup that we like to watch and she's like why would i want to do the dishes (laughs) i want you to want to she's like i want you to want to help me do the dishes when people are coming over why the hell would i want to do that just ask me right (laughs) And, but for some reason, like as women, we, I think it, it has to do, not some reason I know what it has to do with, we're just nurturers and we always, we're, we've always been taught since we were younger that we want to make people happy. We want to make them feel good. And so it comes from a place of, okay, I want you to have everything in your life, but I want you to also feel like I'm an important part of your life. But here's the mistake that we make in those situations is we have these expectations that they're going to see what we're actually seeing, which we're, what we're actually feeling, right? And that's not going to happen. Like, he's coming to me with, like, a real question, wanting a real ask, ask oh my gosh, <laughs> a real answer that really was how I was feeling, but I was too afraid to do that. And I think that happens a lot in newer relationships. I think it happens in long relationships. I just think it happens with women a lot because... How, happened a lot. Yeah, we want to, like, make the other person feel good. Because a dude's like this. He's like, listen, I know, like, this, this falls on this day or whatever the situation might be. I want to bring this to you. I'm giving you the chance to say no. (laughs) But you're like, no, that sounds rad. Go have fun. I'm like, for real? Not not a like trick, is it? No, go go have fun. I mean it, right? And you're like, oh, dude's like, oh, okay. (laughs) She's fine with it. No, she's fucking not, dude. So I actually had this discussion with a family member not too long ago. Where she calls me up, she's like, "I'm I'm so upset right now." And I go, "Why? Why is that?" Well, the guy in her life, they had uh, gone out the night before, whatever. And the next day, he he rides, right? He rides bikes, and uh, she's like, "He's gonna go on a mo- motorcycle ride with his club." And he asked me, "Can I go? Do you like? Do you mind if I go again and go ride with these guys again?" And and she's like, "You know, I t- told him to go have fun, and just." As the day went on, I just got more and more upset. I just felt like he should want to stay home and hang out with me. And I'm like, well, but you told him to go have fun, right? Yes, I did. And I'm like, and did you mean it at that time? Yeah, I did. I actually had some other things I had to do, this and that, right? But the more I got to thinking, the more I was upset that he didn't want to stay home, right? And I'm like, well... She's like, when he gets home, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And I'm like, no, you're not because you're going to sound insane, <laughs> right? When he comes home, like you guys have plans again. You're going to go out see a movie or whatever. You're going to go out. You're going to have fun. The next time he approaches you and asks you, do you mind if I do do this thing? That's the chance to use your words and tell him, no, I would prefer that you stay home and do this thing with me, Right that's 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 how it should go and that's actually what he was expecting when he came to ask right yeah and that's the important part of this whole thing right like we if you're going to be completely honest you know be true to yourself don't be and be honest to yourself and say okay i could be mad at this situation i i mean brandon went away with his friend on yeah. this trip and i sat at home for mother's day and on I like was, my second but i was also mother's day of being a mom and i was just like pissed off the whole time but i was also young and dumb too so just disclaimer across like we're going to forget all the whole like asking and what they say and what they actually mean versus all that stuff. Dudes, 
Don't go on a camping trip with your friend on Mother's Day. Never. Never. Don't <laughs> and, ever even ask And And when she says, I don't need a gift. Don't buy me anything. Don't fall for that bullshit e- either. Because <laughs> nope. that's a fucking lie also, right? You stay home for Mother's Day, and whether she says she wants a gift or not, you fucking bring her one. Yes. Yes. So there you go. There's a little insight right there for those of you that have <laughs> fallen for that nonsense that you guys cause, right? Because your expectations okay. have okay. to be made clear. I'm, I'm putting the gloves back oh, on. Well, mine are still <laughs> off. It'll hurt worse. No, I mean, this is the reason why we wanted to bring up this topic is because it's, it can still play into a lot of aspects of relationships because... Women do want to be the nurturers and the supporters. And a lot of times in situations, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you realize your husband's working a lot and you know he needs that break. He needs that time away. So you want to give that to him. But don't give that to him and then resent the fact that you gave that to him. Yeah. You can't say, women out there, you can't be like, no, baby, go have fun. And then just get fucking angry the whole day while he's gone, right? Yeah. That's what I did that whole weekend. I was was so angry. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing, like there is, I mean, it's really that simple. Guys are usually going to come to you and ask you for that stuff because they want a real answer. So don't play games and (laughs) think that you got to play the game with them because it's not a game they're playing. They really want an answer and it's really that simple. And I think that a lot of women think that men are a lot more complicated than what they are and really... Like, you were just wanting to know how I felt about it. And I was just like, he's asking me to go. It sounds like fun, but I know it's Mother's Day. I don't want you to feel bad either. Like, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. So make sure that you... And this is part... This is actually a huge thing in relationships and why I think a lot of people get into harder situations in their relationship because you have to be honest with yourself. You know, like, in the, that situation, I caused that pain for myself. I did. And in that family member, like she was causing that pain for herself. Had she really meant what she said and she said, hey, go have fun. They would have come home. They would have, he would have told her about what they did and it would have been a fun night. And she would have never had anything in the back of her mind thinking about how angry she was. Right. Like we cause our own pain sometimes in relationships because we can't be honest with ourselves first of all you have to be honest with yourselves and then be honest with your partner and know what you want and how it's so much more freeing in a relationship when you know that your partner's being honest and you don't have to be scared girls aren't the only ones that do this shit though i have conversations and we've actually talked about this in another episode i think or it was one of our practice ones before we (laughs) began this i'm not sure but Guys will do this shit too, and usually like centers around sex, right? I've been married to her for 15 years, and she's only initiated sex three times, right? And I'm like, well, first of all, dude, that's your job as a guy, right? But also, if you want her to like initiate it, fucking like say something sometimes, right? You know, be like, listen, I need you to be the one to jump jump my bones sometimes, right? Yeah. See, like. Girls are upset about the date, like the Mother's Day, the the, the stuff like that. Dudes, are, most of the time, is that. I I think most of the time I've heard about a guy like complain about their wife, like not. They have unrealistic expectations that she's just gonna like jump into bed and like tear them apart, right? Yeah. Guys are the aggressors. Girls are responsive. That's how 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 it goes. But to be fair, if you don't fucking talk to her about that. 
Same thing, right? Like you just don't have the right to just be pissed. Yeah. One, you don't understand human nature to some degree, I believe. Yeah. And also, too, you just if you haven't had the discussion, then you can't just sit there and be pissed. Because, mm-hmm. dudes, they don't think the same way we do. What? No. <laughs> they don't. But here's the thing. That's what makes men and women so great in relationships when you can have a great relationship is that we are different. Because, I mean... We complement each other in different ways, right? Like, we we all have our different roles that we play. But, like, you're right. Like, if you don't have any conversation with somebody with your other half about it, you know? Or even if you're the woman and you're like, I want more sex, but I want it to be more like this, you know? Like, you have to have that conversation as well. Like, that's what those conversations are about. And that will stop all the expectations oh, from ruining your day. I've heard women say that too, or like, oh, yeah, we have sex, but it's like very like selfish on his part. He never tries to please me. He never does. He just does his thing and he's done, right? Guys, stop that shit too, right? But again, if you didn't ever have the discussion with the guy, I mean, is it that might be all he knows, right? Now, if you have had the discussion and he just refuses to try, well, then there's more there, right? But yeah, usually that's not the case. Usually the guy will want to, like, please. Yeah. Or at least I hope they do. <laughs> usually. Not all the time. Usually. Well, if they don't want to please you in that way, then I think there's underlying issues that are happening as well. So Maybe they don't know how. Maybe there's yeah. more to discuss there. but Yeah. But I think the, like the, the biggest thing that we wanted to really get across with this episode was that sometimes we just have these unrealistic expectations, you know, and sometimes we have expectations on our partner that are could do seem pretty realistic. But if somebody has bad habits that they picked up throughout their life, sometimes like having those expectations in your relationship can actually be damaging for your relationship because you're expecting them to be something like Maybe you expect your wife to be this great cook because your mom was a great cook. Well, your wife may not have grown up in a home where she learned to be a great cook. Does that mean that she can't become a great cook? No, that doesn't mean that. But she can't go from having one discussion, I mean, like, you need to be a better cook and feeling all, like, hyped and ready to go be a better cook, right? Like, you have these discussions, and and it's going to bring up emotions. It really will. This is real, actually. So when me and Sri were first married, I would come home, and she would, like, Sri loved hamburger helper. I finally got to the point where I'm like, you've got to stop making this. It gives me fucking heartburn, right? Like, this is destroying. Like, we need to make real food. Like, I can't eat shit from a box every, every night. Re- yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a home where we had a big family. So my mom would make these amazing dinners on Sunday. But then, it, like, throughout the week, we would usually have casseroles because it was easy. And then because I was the youngest of six kids, by the time my sister and I were the only ones left in the house. My mom was like, okay, like easy dinners were like hamburger helper and stuff. So I learned how to make all those foods as a young kid. Not because my mom wasn't a great cook. My mom is a great cook, but it was like, 
that's kind of where life led them led us and meet what I learned to cook. Yeah, so that's so what was we were, what I learned to cook. We were newlyweds <laughs> and I'm like, I really don't want to hurt her. <laughs> feelings but man i cannot eat another one of these box meals i just can't yeah and he couldn't have the expectation that after having that talk that the next day i was going to be able to like whip up something amazing you know i (laughs) i wonder this is something we didn't discuss before and i'm not even sure i know at what point in time so my mom was actually like a, 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 a rad cook until I was about 15 or 16 years old. All my siblings had moved out because I was so young compared to them. And then it turned out to be like I'd, we'd, I would just fend for myself or we'd go to Taco Bell or we'd just do fast food or or whatever. But at some point in time in our marriage, though, I started cooking more than you. I don't necessarily think it was that point. I don't think it was like, I'm sick of all these boxes. Dinners, I, I need to cook, right? But I think it was when I started working again. Yeah, I don't know, but I do genuinely love to cook. Actually, like I like yeah. to barbecue, and I I cook outside, which was at which was actually interesting too. When I first met Cherie, and I went to her house for the first time for a bar barbecue, and I saw her mom out there on the grill, and I'm like, what the hell is? Go- Why is your dad inside? And your mom's outside. In my house, the dad cooked outside, the mom cooked inside. That was how I was raised. And my dad was like, he was like a master on the grill, right? He was so good. Well, with certain things at least. But my dad was outside cooking if that's what we were doing. My mom was inside cooking if that's what we were doing. I went to, I met Sheree, I met them. And all of a sudden, like, wait a minute, there's guys that don't ever cook at all inside or outside. So then we would start to go to her house for family things and I would be the guy out there barbecuing because I wasn't going to let her mom barbecue. Like, it's just something I was, that was just, I don't know, is that dumb? The man's job. The man cooks with flame, right? (laughs) Fire, right? I made fire, right? And I will say, anytime it's warm enough to where he's going to cook something on the grill or on the smoker. Oh, warm enough? I cook outside in the snow. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That kind yeah. of started after we moved back from Hawaii, though. Before moving to Hawaii, you only I didn't, cooked during I the didn't, summertime. I, like, I, you only did the grilling during the Because I didn't summertime. have a Blackstone back then. Yeah. I got my first Blackstone in, out there in Hawaii. No, but actually, so back to the expectations thing. The first time that this really like clicked in my brain, I'm going to back this up to our last episode, was when, when we left the church. We left the church and then all of a sudden we got into this mode where I think we both realized that we could be our own people. Because when you're in the church, you're like, oh, well, the husband needs to be this priesthood holder and he needs to do these things and the wife needs to do these things, right? Like you, yeah, you all have your own responsibilities. You've got these roles that you're supposed to do, right? And when we left the church and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I can let all those expectations go. And I felt like she did too, for the most part. It's like, holy shit, what a difference this makes to just live as two people living their own lives together in the same life, but they're allowed to just be who they are. That was like a mind-blowing experience at the time. Yeah, because you really have to reset up your value system. You have to reset up like your 
moral code. I mean, you have to set up everything for yourself and instead of like having to keep a guideline of what you're expected to be, all of a sudden you have the choice to be a good person or be the person that you want to be because you just want to be that person and it's not like, oh, you're going to go to hell if you don't like yeah. do these things. So it actually kind of opened our eyes to a new way of living where we didn't, not only did we not have those expectations for ourselves, but we didn't have them for each other anymore. And we were free to just kind of love each other in a different way. For like who you are, right? Like not, yeah. not, not, not who you're expected to be. Yeah. Because who you actually are. Because in the church, like here's the thing is I was constantly evaluating his worthiness as a father. I really was. Because that's the way that you're you're actually like programmed to be, right? Like you're told like dads and husbands are supposed to be this way. If they're not, you need to help them be this way, right? And I would also do the same thing to her in reverse. Not so much a yeah. mom because she's a bitchin' mom, but as a like a church member, this girl like is funny. Like she's what? she's written. <laughs> She's written most of the novels. She's almost done, but she never never reads books, right? And I'm just like, how how can you be a worthy church member if you never freaking read the scriptures? You never even crack the damn thing open. Sheree could have like crap, cracked open her book and like fucking moths would have flown, flown, flown out, right? And I just didn't like get that, right? I'm like, how do you like say that you're a word like you you that you're interested in this thing that you love this thing that you want to live this life and you don't care enough to like read the words right that was the thing because i was like a studious person yeah so it wasn't that i wasn't reading the scriptures i didn't really read the bible very often because the bible's insane (laughs) also the book of mormon's insane too they're both insane well to each their own. You guys can have your own feelings about those things, but that's how that's the way I feel. I mean, the dude that gets eaten by the fish and he lives for a few days and then he gets spit 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 out. I mean, come on, is that real? Is it not? Is it a story? We'll see. But yeah, so part of what he's saying is I did read the scriptures. I did read it, but I didn't read it in a studious way. Like I wasn't reading it to actually understand them. I was just reading it because I was told to do that right by my by the church you know so there's a two different ways of reading it you know like even when we got our when we had our kids like i got the little like kid version of like the scriptures with the pictures in it and (laughs) stuff because there was was a story about a dude like chops off all the arms and you're like yay that's so faithful right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so like just it it had been such a big thing to where we actually did have it even more expectations than regular couples yeah. might have. And I'm not saying that what I just said was like right because it was super weird, right? Like I'm just saying like we had these strange expectations for each other based on what somebody else told us they should be, right? That's my point. Sri was rad. I think I, of course, I think I was rad. <laughs> but um, that's that's like the feelings we had at that time though, right? I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like punches right now i'm just saying that's like the way we felt at that time right yeah well you you also have expectations with yourself and so i was always trying to be like the perfect mormon mommy (laughs) i was always trying to do everything on a level of perfection and which was exhausting actually yeah if i place those expectations on myself 
you know I'm going to place those same expectations on those in my family, the people that I love. And but sometimes you place them on your kids that are like way too small to like even understand, right? Yeah. And Which you don't really exactly cool. mean to, but it's just yeah. the way that you're kind of programmed, especially in that upbringing to do yeah. and what you learn. So, But, you know, part of like why we want to just have this discussion was that those things like having expectations for your partner that are unrealistic i mean there are good expectations also so don't get us wrong there are some things that like like me expecting him to go to his job and provide you know or him expecting me to like go to my job and make money too like those are i mean if he were to just quit and decide to be lazy and not do anything with his life like i would expect him to be better than that right like those expectations are good but placing expectations that are negative for your relationship and expecting a good outcome. I think I think expectations without communication is just a surefire way to be disappointed 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know? And even if you do have communication to some degree, it depends on what those expectations are because that person just might not be that person. Yeah. Which is maybe you chose the wrong one. I don't know. Right. But um, I do know this. Right. Like there have been times where actually we all have these times. Okay. I come home. You come home. Things in the house are not as we expected them to be. And you're like, right. But at the same time, did you ever like voice those? Like, I want this done. I want this done. I want this done. Me and Sheree have a group chat with our kids. And even when I'm at work, I can see that Sheree says, hey, the chores are this. So if I come home and the chores aren't done, I have some whatever right to be like, hey, you little turds, go do what you're supposed to do. Because I knew that she asked them to, right? Um, But if there was no communication at all and I come home, dishes are in the sink, shoes on the couch, whatever, right? I don't know if Sheree asked him to or not. I could choose to be pissed off at her because those things didn't get done. I could choose to be pissed off at the kids because they didn't get done. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, I didn't express what I expected. So it's not necessarily fair for me to be upset. Right. But if it's clear, so-and-so do the dishes, so-and-so do this, so-and-so do that, then it should get done. If it's, if it's not, then make sure it gets done. But being pissed off and angry, does that still do us good? No. It just like makes yourself mad. It's it's just like making yourself feel worse, right? So I don't know. It's a hard thing that we probably will never figure out, right? But I do know this though, that unrealistic expectations will make will disappoint you ninety nine point nine percent of the time. And that's just a not a good place to go. Yeah, so Really just being honest with yourself and being honest with each other. And I know we've talked about before with having, like I, I talked to um, a friend of mine on another podcast that I do. And one of the things he always states in a lot of our podcasts is that you have these non-negotiables, right? So if you have something that really drives you crazy, make sure if you're getting into a new relationship, make sure you express those non-negotiables, right? Because you don't want to make yourself crazy by expecting them to know those things that you really truly need and desire in life to be happy and vice versa like in a couple like in a relationship you should be able to come to each other and communicate and say these are the things that I really really need for my happiness 
and it's okay to ask for those things and and especially for women I think this is a really hard thing like for us to do just because we are a lot of the times trying to please people and make other people happy but you're just going to end up feeling trapped and closed off you're going to put yourself in a box and you're going to be hiding in that box if you're not honest with yourself and honest with your partner about the way you're feeling but the non-negotiables though i i think are limited to a few things yeah. because i mean we have some and we've already talked about that they're like the very most important things i think we've had we've we've discussed but there's other things that are like damn near there but let's be real some people just aren't really good at that at that thing and so sometimes you just have to come home and like shake it off and think is this is this worth the fight yeah and you're gonna we're all gonna have those things and some of those things actually change over time and sometimes you realize that you get bugged about certain things you don't even realize that you get bugged about until they really irritate you and then you have to have that conversation and I think that's where communication is so important in and just communication is one of those things that you just have to keep working at I don't think any couple is really amazing at it because if we were all amazing at it we would never have any issues. But I think it's understanding how to communicate when we have these feelings and creating a space for that communication. Um, yeah. And being able to really listen to each other when you have those communications with each other. And, you know, just open your heart and love and know that even though what they say may be offensive to me and may be hurting me by him telling me those things realize that he's coming to me with these things because it's something that he's feeling very strongly about and create a space for that but yeah that's that's the thing right there are i i think that for the most part the non-negotiables for us we do pretty good at but i think that there's because that's like a range right it's like a scale of those of you who are, who are on YouTube can see. Over here are the non-negotiables. They last about that long. And then here's the things that are really close to that that still like bug the shit out of you, right? But... Sometimes you just Jesus, have to right? like, realize that I make that person a, may never be good at that thing. They may never. They, they may try as hard as they can and they may never be good at that thing. They may not, right? Like I've, <laughs> I make a joke sometimes where... I'm like someday, like I should, I should have been an architect, right? And I'm gonna design a house with zero flat surfaces, <laughs> so that you can't just like set something down on a thing and it'll stay there, it'll slide off, right? You know, <laughs> that would force you to like put your shit away where it's supposed to go, right? That's the thing for me that is, it bugs the fucking shit out of me. But is it a non-negotiable? Can I come home and like put stuff away? Or like, is is that worth the fight? Yeah. It's not worth the fight for me. Um, we've gotten in lots of fights about that, right? Um, and it's not, I'm not just necessarily talk, talking about Shri, I'm talking about the, the kids too, right? And you have kids that day will never oh my gosh. until they leave your house. Any piece of furniture that's flat is for them is just like a storage piece, right? Yeah. Like we're going to store our shoes on this. So we're going to store our, our backpack over here. We're going to store this over here, right? And it's just like, you walk in the house, you're like, okay, is this worth just getting pissed off and ang 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 angry about? My my son, 
he's got this space where he likes to put his shoes. And I'm like, dude, put your freaking shoes away where they're supposed to go. And he's like, that that's my space. So tell them what I did a few weeks ago. Oh, this was a fun one. <laughs> I thought so. It wasn't fun, actually, because I knew it was going to involve me, and I didn't want to be involved. Because I was gone, and she yeah. worked for, from home. Yeah, so he decided he was going to hide my son's shoes. I told him beforehand, I said, hey, you put your <laughs> shoes here one more freaking time, your shoes are going to get lost, and you're going to have to go on a journey to find your shoes. Oh, yeah, so here's the fun part about what I knew I was getting involved in that I didn't want to be involved in is that both my son and my husband and Brandon here is they are very stubborn in their ways right he's, so, he's like me oh, he's very much like his dad in that way right so I'm like I already know how this is going to play out the fact that I said go I'm going to hide your shoes and you have fun babe while I deal with this the fact that I said I'm going to hide her, his shoes he was like challenge accepted right mm -hmm. like yeah so you know what he did he kept irritating me while i was working from home i didn't just hide his shoes i put them in separate places yeah. so yeah. he could find one and he wouldn't know where the next one yeah, was. yeah it, it was so much fun thanks yeah. for that <laughs> this lasted like three days no, first so of all wait, he... no no this is why it was such a bad day because he came into me when i was working in my office and he's like where's my shoes mom where's my shoes mom where's my shoes mom where's my shoes mom i'm like dude i don't know where your shoes are where's my shoes mom where's this happened for like 20 minutes straight and finally i was like I do not know where your shoes are. I, your dad I, did not show me where he put I didn't discuss this with Shree at all. I just did this. Yeah. I did I did discuss it with him, but not her. Yeah, so then he comes so in. She she texts me and says, Braxton's asking where his shoes are. And I'm like, well, he's going to have to go on a journey and find them. Yeah, so then for <laughs> after those first 20 minutes of him just saying, where's my shoes, mom? Where's my shoes, mom? Then he starts texting me every second <laughs> for like 10 minutes straight. Where's my shoes, mom? Where's my shoes, mom? Because he knows I'm not going to get as irritated as his dad. I'll just ignore it, right? But you know what he does? Instead of looking for his shoes, he has to go to work. And instead of looking for his shoes, he's like, well, I have another pair of shoes. I'll just wear my other pair of shoes. So he starts wearing his other pair of shoes. So it didn't really get settled for a few days after because he was like, challenge accepted. If dad's yeah. going to hide my shoes, I'll just get another <laughs> pair of shoes out to yeah. irritate him with, right? Yep. But yeah, where are we going with that? That being said, <laughs> I think today though, that was several weeks ago. And today was the first day I had to ask him to put his shoes away though. Yeah. He did learn. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. So, anyways, where I was going with that is this, right? I, by me saying that, like, I'm going to design this house with no flat surfaces, it wasn't just about Sheree. It was about, like, it's, like if you want to have good relations within the, the house, it's not just your spouse, your kids, too, right? Like, that shit can be all sorts of miserable, too, right? Um, especially because they're small and they're like they haven't like learned like all the stuff yet, right? So yeah, and they have to learn all that responsibility because yeah. if they don't learn it from you, who are they gonna learn it from? Yeah. So talking about unrealistic expectations, though, man, there has been all sorts of. A, I I didn't even think about this before we had this discussion. Like when we decided to, to talk about this, I placed so many unrealistic unre expectations on the kids when they were so small. And totally not capable of even like possibly li li living up to what I thought they should. 
you know and that is something that actually like bums me out sometimes when i think about that yeah you know because they're just small and they want to be they're just kids you know but i don't know uh how, 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 how happy household happy household is way better than one that's not right and so can one be a little bit disarray sometimes and still be fun probably but for those of you that also are like refusing to do what somebody else needs to be happy like should you do that at the same like there's it just falls in there somewhere where like everybody needs to try their their best right yeah well if you really love the person you should try to make their lives better and sometimes those are bad habits that you could try to make better you may not become the best person at those habits but at least you're trying and I think you brought up a good point that this doesn't just stay in the the space of being a marriage thing. Like we place expectations on no. our family members, our kids. Like we've been through situations where I've had expectations for my family to be a certain way and they're not. And I'm super disappointed all the time. And not all the time. Sorry, that sounded really bad. I'm just they're the worst. No, they're... <laughs> They're not the worst. No, I mean, you just create unrealistic expectations and they don't even know that I have those but expectations. But they do the same thing to, to you, though. Yeah. Mine does the same thing to me. So it plays we in do the all same thing. of the relationships yeah. that we have. And so... So we have this... So this podcast is kind of meant to be a relationship podcast. Kind of marriage, long-term thing. But that applies to family applies to kids applies to your friends applies to business so well i think a lot of the things that we talk about can be applied with most relationships that we have in our lives yeah relationships are relationships no matter what they are so So, anyways yeah so now that we put the boxing gloves away yeah we're good now crisis (laughs) averted we're fine it's all good and that's the point actually like the reason we want to keep that really raw and real is so that people can see that, you know, sometimes shit seems like it's the end of the world, but just wait till the next day and it might not be. Yeah. All you can do is take one day at a time to better your lives and to live your best lives. And if you choose to allow those things to keep carrying on day after day, then you can never live your best life. And you can't have makeup sex without a fight. (laughs) Peace out. Love love you guys. See you guys.